You're listening to Got 'em Coach, the show that brings sneakerheads and ball players together. Now, here's your host with over 200 pairs of sneakers, Tyrone Smith. Yo, what up, y'all? Episode number 26. Here in the building, man. About to do what we do. Um, as you notice, it wasn't a crazy um intro where i kind of discuss what was going on in the show today because i felt it was important for me to jump straight into the show um mainly because um i felt that this particular thing um that i'm going to open the show with i felt that it was important for me to kind of give my insight on it um just because of the the magnitude of the of the situation that took place and um because of how I grew up um growing up in you know the area that I grew up in um so I felt it was imperative before we get into any news or any 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 kind of discussion, any craziness that I have planned for today's show, um, I felt it was imperative for me to kind of share my thoughts on the um, the situation that happened in Texas um, this past Sunday inside of the church where the guy went in there and killed. 26 people to my recollection 26 people um injured or critically injured about 20 others it was about a church of about 100 people so he got about over a little under half it may be over half i'm not exactly sure of the numbers but um somehow some way different things touch you in different ways and for me um this this whole situation in terms of somebody just going into church and just shooting up a church it 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 touched it touched me in a way um knowing how I grew up uh growing up in the church um the church kind of being your safe haven for things that um that bother you in the everyday world out the outside world uh you going through something with your with your with your spouse or you know you you just got bad news you just lost your job or something anything negative anything negative that have you having second thoughts about certain things going to church is like the safe haven it's where you can lay your problems at the door and you can just be you know, you could you could you could just bask in the love and the and the and the thankfulness and the in the in the in the in the word of, of, of God and um you know just 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 be away and and remind yourself that you know no matter what your situation is at that particular time, um things will get better. Uh things will get better because God has a plan for you and everything that happens in your life whether it be positive things whether it be negative things he has a plan for you to um what's what i'm looking what he, he has a plan for you to be great he has a plan for you to be great or he has stripped everything from you and and and, and make you realize that 
um, this isn't for you. Not follow my course. I think I said that right. But just just being just just listening to the situation and, you know, just reading about it and, um, and, and just hearing the news and, you know, just. It, it it was it was really sad. I'm not. It, it was really sad. It's sad that churches aren't even safe, even aren't even safe places for you no more. No, it seems like nowhere is safe now. And I try not to really get political in in my shows because that because that's a that's a gray area for a lot of people. A lot of people will support whoever. And a lot of people don't support whoever, but I just, I feel like, I feel like people nowadays are just so bold and just don't care no more where it was, it was so much where people will hide it. Like you kind of had an idea of what people really felt, but they would never show it in the limelight in the public in the public eye because it would be you know it would be catastrophic you know like it would be like oh well he's this type of person or she's this type of person like we can't we can't associate with this person now since certain people are in office or certain people have positions of power now it's just like nobody cares nobody cares uh about nothing you know they they doing whatever they saying whatever it's no it's no repercussions there's there's nothing there's nothing and it, it this world man is it's a scary it's really a scary place to live in man because you just don't know you just don't know you could be just walking somewhere and somebody who randomly just don't don't like the color of your skin or the 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 or just nothing you know they could it can randomly just attack you and and, and and do all kind of things towards you and there'll be no repercussions because people of power who are supposed to guideline and and and, and make sure things of that nature don't go to crazy you know just i don't know you know but i feel like People are just gonna do whatever and not and not have to reap the, uh, the 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 repercussions of what they have done, and and that's an, that's unfortunate. That's really unfortunate. But to this church thing, it, it it it's really sad. It's really sad that you can't go to a place of worship to to worship your God and not have to and have to worry about. And not and just be there, and not be able to worship your God because somebody has an issue with somebody, and they decide to step inside of the church and just spray bullets, killing innocent and random people that had nothing to do with the issue that you had with the with the person at the church. And it's really, it's really, it's really sad, and it's really unfortunate. But um, through through all of the sadness and, and unfortunate situations that took place, see, I can't even get my words right because it's just, it's, it's sad, man. It's sad. It's sad. It, it 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 makes you, it really makes you think. And like, 
I, I look at I look at my situation. I look at like for example, I look at my mom, and my mom is a is a, is a, about to be a pastor of a church, and it just makes me it really makes me wonder and worry that it's a situation where it's a it's somebody in in her pot in her congregation who has an issue with somebody and that person decides you know what that person disrespecting me so i'm about to take this person's life and decides to run up in the church and shoot up the church and everybody in the church is is is, is affected by it like these are things that i think about because like i said this is what i grew up on you know my mom and my, my grandmother god bless the dead you know she was a minister and um you know i have so many different ministers and pastors within my within my immediate family um that's that's the first thing i thought of if something was to happen in inside of their church or where they go to church and somebody decides that they can't be man enough or woman enough to to accept the situation and move on from it and decide to best way the best way to handle the situation is to kill the person um to run up where they live or work or wherever and decide or, or where they worship and decide to kill the person how you know that could be effective towards my family or your family or anybody's family it's just it's it's sad, man. It's sad when you got victims ranging from eighteen months to seventy seven years old. Like, what did an eighteen month old do to you? What did an unborn do to you, to for you to decide that they shouldn't live no more? It's not fair. It's not fair, and for him to take the cop. Well, I don't know. Yeah, because they're saying. He, he was shot three, the dude was shot three times, but they're saying that it was a self-inflicted gunshot wound that ultimately took his life. Um, so I'll just say for him to take the coward way out and kill himself, um, it's, it's unfortunate because those people, I mean, yeah, that's quote unquote street justice. You kill 26 people, you injure 20 plus more, and you're ultimately not here. Yeah, that's, that's street justice. That's um 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 you get what came to you justice but i mean that's not really justice you know that that's the that was the coward way out to me but um i have to shout this steven wilford guy out who confronted the shooter um after he ran in the church and shot up the church and he went toe-to-toe toe toe toe-to-toe with him um old fashioned western corral shootout like <laughs> um it's rare for people well i wouldn't even say it's rare i mean yeah no i mean people you know there there are there are good samaritans in this world um no matter who's in office and who who's triggering different different vibes or different views on different people now there are still people who are good people and will do anything that they can help the anything they can do to help certain situations from reaching craziness like this um so for him to be able to 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 get a couple shots in on the guy 
Um, and then I believe it was another guy who chased the guy. Um, and then the guy ultimately ran into some kind of ditch or something of that nature. Um, I really couldn't get too deep into the story because it was really, it was really sad, you know, just hearing how many people lost their lives and then hearing the age ranges and then, you know, my sadness turned into anger. Um, and then when that certain person spoke upon it, that anger turned into rage to the point where I didn't even want to watch no more coverage of it because it was just like, it's, it's no purpose. Like we get no purpose when things happen. We're not going to get a, a sound, a resounding message from our quote unquote leader, um, to help us in our, in our time of confusion and hurt and, and disparity, uh, where, we're, we're going to be left more confused and angered and, and, and wondering, like, how did we let this happen? And that's that's just how I feel about it. But uh, prayers to everybody. I mean, it, it seemed like it seemed like we always giving prayers to somebody. It seemed like we always giving prayers to a, 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 a massacre or, or, or a a. a just something that where multiple people lost their lives because somebody was was not being a man or a woman and was able to handle their situation accordingly and took the punk coward way out and, and and went about and killed innocent people it seemed like we're just saying we're saying prayers and too much too much we something has to be done to where to where stuff like this isn't even a even an issue it's not even an issue no more and i don't know if it's a situation where you have to get stricter on who has guns or maybe churches need to start hiring security who has guns so when people come into churches or anything of that nature if it gets too crazy you have somebody there who could protect you um from from numbers like this um, I don't know what the ultimate answer is because for every pro, for just for just for guns alone, background checks on guns for every person who feels that every, we need stricter background tests on checks on gun on people who want to uh, possess guns and own guns. There's always that. Well, we should be able to write the bare arms. You know, it's somebody who always wants to point to the amendments that we have. We we are entitled to those uh amendments in the in the Constitution. But at the same time, you just gotta look at it. It's it's too many massacres. It's too many people running up in places, killing innocent people for for something not to be done. It's not it's not fair. It's not fair. I shouldn't have to worry about when I go places, is it going to be a catastrophic mass type shooting where I go? I shouldn't have to worry about going to church and having to watch my back and, 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 and be concerned because I feel somebody's going to run up inside of the church and shoot up the church. These are things that I shouldn't have to worry about. And these are things that, my family shouldn't have to worry about your family shouldn't have to worry about none of us should have to worry about these things but this is the ultimate america that we're living in now where we have to worry about everything everything 
you get pulled over, you worried because you don't know. You don't know what kind of intentions that that specific officer has in mind. And he may feel that you're doing something that is, quote unquote, threatening his life. And he ultimately takes your life. You know, it's it's just it's, it's too much, man. It seems like now nah, you can't trust. No, you can't trust nobody nowadays. You can't put your you can't put your faith in nobody nowadays because it just it seems like people are really taking advantage of the situation, and the situation being that certain people are in office, and certain people have no chill, and they say whatever, and they they do whatever, and and they make no apologies, and they make no regrets for it, and now people are now coming out. And doing the exact same thing. No regrets, no worries about nothing that they do. If they do it, oh well. <laughs> That's just what, oh well, okay, yeah, I did it, now what? And as American citizens, you shouldn't have to worry about that, man. You shouldn't have to worry about that. This is why it is important, important. And I'm not saying that this guy had anything to do with the person that's in office now, but you're kind of seeing that this particular person that's in office is just, he's he's opening the floodgates for everybody just to, to be themselves. To be themselves. Mind you, Texas is a Republican state. And think about the think about the person in office and think about all the things and that he said and done and and, and all the comments and, and, and derogatory statements that he's made during the during the course of the campaign. And even now, as this particular person has been in office, you think about that and you think about the fact that Texas is a Republican state. And, and that, that that should tell you a little more than a little a little something that you you know, that you need to really think about. But. This is why it's important. This is why it's important for us as people to get out and vote. This is why. This is why. This is why. Let's get into the show, man. But before we get into the show, um, before we even get into the show, uh, you know, I just get 10, <laughs> just a, a moment, moment of silence for the, for the folks out there in Texas, man, because, you know, at the end of the day, no matter no matter what you feel about the person or the, the laws or whatever, it's still it's still a, it's still a it's still a catastrophic uh, massacre, a unnecessary massacre that happened. So from my people who are listening from the Gotham coach family, um. 10 second uh, moment of silence for those who lost their lives in Texas. All right. So I don't even know how to transition into the actual show because, you know, it's, 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 it's unfortunate that I have to. I had to talk about that particular thing, but I just I felt it was it was necessary. Like I I had to do it. You know I don't want to I don't want to get away from 
things that happen out in the in the free world because the free world allows me to to do what I'm doing now. And I and I feel as if if my um if my protection is violated in the free world, even though we're nowhere near the Texas or anything of that nature, but I'm pretty sure I have people who are out there in Texas who are listening. Um, if you feel your free world is 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 um affected or could be affected, you know, you need to you need to hear certain things. You need to hear what's going on. Like you you need to you need to be aware. And I was aware of the situation. Um I didn't really get really want to get into it because church hit so hard to home for me. But, you know, I felt I had to do it, man. I felt I had to do it. Now, we can get into the show. Episode number 26. Getting close to 30, man. Um it's a beautiful it's a beautiful time if you're if you're if you're a supporter of the of the GEC brand, man. It's a beautiful time because every day you get closer. You get closer to your goals. And we hit 25. That was a that was a milestone. That was a milestone for me. I mean, five was a milestone for me because um previous shows that I had did when I was in school and you know outside of school, just working on my own thing. Um only got five deep. So for me to be twenty more, twenty-one more deep than I was uh with the first is 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 great. You know, it's great. It makes me feel it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. So uh let's get into it, man. Uh, episode number twenty-six of the show. Where before I ate my Snickers bar. I was grumpy and grouchy and just, I complained about everything. But after I ate my Snickers bar, I felt better. <laughs> Got him, coach. Yes, yes, yes. And I am your host, Tyrone Smith, a.k.a. Wrong to Exclusive, a.k.a. Mr. Hustle Bandit, a.k.a. Mr. Sneaker Bandit. Spinning around the world, spinning around the world, brush to my hair, oh, I'm spinning around the world. Daytona 360, alive and in the flesh, and y'all already know, y'all already know what I come to do, man. I come to give y'all that Dylon Dillinger hot fire, that H-E-A-T Y'all already know how it go. So check this out, man. First of all, b- besides being angry about having to, to unfortunately talk about that situation because I, I shouldn't have to talk about that situation, none of us in media or no- none of us in media or none of us outside of, you know, just us having regular conversations with folks, we shouldn't have to talk about stuff like that because these are things that shouldn't have to happen. But besides that, let me tell you how mad I am right now. See, I had this just script, just just I had the show just all lined up. It was looking beautiful, you know. I had it all typed out and and everything. It, it, it looked it great on paper. It was just everything was just constructed so well. Until until the iPad dies and I go to charge it up 
and as I'm getting ready to record the show and I get ready to click on the the the, the app that I use to to put the, the the show together the strip the script the show whatever it just erases so now to do this show I have to go off of the rough draft format and this is why I mean it's important for you to like this is why it's important for you to always have backup stuff um now I don't know how hard this is gonna be to just be specifically off of the the, the rough layout format of the show without actually having like the the finished copy of the show in my hands but hey look we gonna we gonna do what it do man we, we gonna make this happen we gonna make this happen so look besides that um i don't know if i want to talk about that now or if i want to kind of talk about that later uh you know what i'll talk about that because that was one of my uh that was one of my stories you know what matter of fact let's just let's just get into the the this week's top stories man so let me go ahead and get that nba music please in the drop of the finger all right yeah that's what i'm talking about man told y'all man every time i talk about nba man i gotta uh i gotta i gotta get into a mold man i gotta get into my mold so first of all um we gonna we gonna say that story for last let's let's uh let's talk about uh jaleel jaleel okafor man he wants off of the sixers and I don't blame them. First of all, they're not going to buy out this contract, which is, I mean, yeah, surprising. I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't even, I would say that that's unfortunate. Um, first of all, he's not making that much money. He's still on the rookie deal. So he's going he's getting about, what, five mil a year. So you buy that out. You're only paying the guy maybe two to three mil. But I can kind of understand where Philly's coming from. They will want to get some assets for Okafor. But they're not playing this guy. And it's unfortunate because this is a dude who was putting up 17 and nine in his rookie year before the process was even a thing, you know? So for him to be putting up 17 and nine, all rookie first team, to now being a guy who isn't even in the rotation of Philly, who was beat out by Amir Johnson. Nah, don't get me wrong, Amir Johnson, last the last high school pick in the NBA. Um, it, it, do you really think he's better than Jaleel Okafor? No. Now, maybe offensive, offensively, Jaleel is just heads and shoulders above Amir. But maybe I'm thinking when I look at why Amir is in this rotation instead of Okafor, I'm thinking more of an intangible, the ability to rebound, play defense, kind of be that 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 leader type of guy. But I mean, Jaleel, he's, he's still very young, so. For him not to be able to be in this in this in this process of, of youth movement, because Philly Philly is actually playing some good ball right now. I, I can't even front. Um, they they're coming together. Like I, I told y'all, man, Ben Simmons is the truth. Everybody talking about how Lonzo gonna win Rookie of the Year and all this other stuff. I'm like, don't sleep on Benjamin Simmons. Don't sleep on Ben. Ben out there recording triple doubles and just having all kind of crazy numbers told y'all man he gonna be the next if he can develop enough of a jump shot to where he can be like a lebron james type of streaky shooter he's gonna be the next lebron james and he's he's proven that already tell y'all man y'all better start listening to me man i'll be you knowing what i'm talking about man but philly man they're, they're they're coming together slowly but surely they they're coming together this young team is coming together and like i said brett brown 
last week I said Brett Brown was on the um was on the hot seat if he can't get these guys to uh to put it together and from that 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 week that we covered from that week's show Philly's really putting it together man they're over 500 currently so they're, they're doing some good things man for Okafor man it's unfortunate it's unfortunate that he's getting the raw end of the stick um it's, it's unfortunate but I'm pretty sure wherever team he goes to he's gonna be able to um, come in and be quite effective and be able to evolve his game to where he could be one of the better elite big men in the NBA because he's shown he showed potential his first year he got hurt but then again who doesn't get hurt in the NBA and come back and still be as effective if not more effective so I wouldn't even see that as an excuse but um I feel that a new team and a new change of scenery is exactly what he needs. Now, it's just going to be a matter of where does he go. Um, I've heard rumors of him possibly going to Boston, but they want to pick. Philly wants a first-round pick, and Boston's not willing to do that. I think that would be a good move for Boston because they're so thin on the inside. Maybe if they can parlay something maybe a couple second rounders or something something where they can get Okafor in onto the team because Boston needs all the big man help that they can that they can muster right now because even though they're winning nine straight now and they're one there's the hottest team in the league um to have all those minutes hampered on those particular guys that they have hampered on it's not gonna be it's not gonna be good for them going on in the going towards the, the, the meat and the potatoes of the season because right now you know you still kind of in the you in the appetizer stage you know like when you go out to applebee's or somewhere you know they be like you want an appetizer you're like yeah let me get that appetizer so right now this is the appetizer part of the season you know where you get a little taste of something but you know you ain't you ain't got the full course meal yet so um right now boston they, they put it together um it's just a matter of can, can the guys that they have playing sustain. They need more help, and uh, I, I believe they're going to do it. I, I believe Danny Ainge, one of the better GMs in the, in the league right now, he's going to be able to put something together. And um, it's going to be interesting to see going forward, man. But Jaleel Okafor, one out of the, off of the Celtics, man. The Celtics, the Sixers, man. Um, possibly going to the Celtics if they can put the right pieces together. Next next um this was actually a story that actually turned out to be a dead end which actually turned out to be an official thing today but it didn't turn out to be the team that i thought it was going to be um as y'all know um i i trust phoenix process um i've been so heavy and, 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 and positive on the phoenix suns um a lot of people wonder why because i feel that phoenix has the talent to be one of the elite teams in the West um, very, very soon. You know, they, they have this, the superstar guard in Devin Booker. They have very good players in Josh Jackson and Marquise Chris and Dragon Bender and Mike James, the, the, the rookie 27-year-old point guard, and Tyler Ulis is coming into their own. Um, they have a, they have some veteran leadership that doesn't need to be there, mainly Tyson Chandler and Jared Dudley. <clears throat> So, um, as you all know, Eric Bledsoe was the quote-unquote franchise point guard of the team, and it hasn't worked out for them um, the way that Phoenix and Eric Bledsoe thought it was going to work out for them. Um, Eric Bledsoe tweeted that he didn't want to be there, and he 
named that he didn't want to be at the hair salon, which was probably one of the craziest. Um, <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, I didn't even know if that was crazy. Um, he got fined $10,000. Uh, Phoenix allowed him to return to the gym, not with the team, but return to facilities to work on his game and stay in game shape. Um, and now there's a trade. Eric Bledsoe has been traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. And he's been traded for Greg Monroe, a protected first and second round pick. Now, my thoughts on the trade is this is a actually this is a very good trade for Milwaukee. Now, this is why I didn't like uh the possibility of, of Eric Bledsoe going to Milwaukee at first. It's because I was pretty sure that if a trade with Milwaukee was going to happen, Malcolm Brogdon was going to have to be involved in the trade. And Malcolm Brogdon is one of those young, lengthy guys that Milwaukee has that I, I just wouldn't part with for a guy who's a couple years older, who has uh, injury problems uh, with a huge, ridiculous contract for at least, well, not huge and ridiculous, but a nice, hefty contract for the next couple years. It's just something that I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of. If if I, if I was a Bucks GM, that's somebody that I wouldn't want to give up. Now, you don't give him up. You give up Greg Monroe, who had been out of sight, out of mind. I mean, he had been playing consistent minutes with the Suns. I mean, not with the Suns, but with the Bucks. But he was a guy who was supposed to come in and be a starter on that team, and he let Fine Demi Guy Maker take his spot. Um, which says a lot because Thon Maker, for what for what his skills are, I mean, I don't think he's ready, quite ready yet to, to, to be considered starting caliber talent in the NBA. But then that goes to show you the, the, the lack of true, true talent on that team. I mean, yeah, they, 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 they have big man help but between Greg Monroe, who's not there no more, John Henson. Um, is Spencer Hall still on that team? I don't think he's still on that team, but... Be that as it may, Thon Maker isn't a starting center right now. I mean, maybe further on down the line as he gets stronger because I watched the game against OKC and Steven Adams was just bullying the, the young boy. And it, it, it was it was quite sad. I, I felt sad for him. Like, I felt like I wanted to go drive down to Milwaukee, um, put on a jersey, and, and help him guard Steven Adams because Adams was just, you know, he was just – just giving him the show. Boom, get on my way. And he was just moving them back and just 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 taking them back. Like, you know, like like they was doing the bump grind. You know, he you know how you get that thick girl and you know she got you know she put it all on you and then she hit you with the boom and then you fall, you you go back. Like, whoa, 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 where'd that come from? That that's kinda of, that's kinda of what it was like watching that. But um anyways, <laughs> back to my point. Um this is a good this is a good trade for Milwaukee. This makes them even deeper than what they were. Now, when you look at the team, um, it, it kind of gives them a true point guard to where it takes the pressure off of Giannis to be the primary ball handler. Now I'm pretty sure he's still gonna have maybe 45 to 49% of the ball handling duties. But now Jason Kidd, it gives him that that true guard who can kind of initiate the offense and be, you know, be a point guard for that team. So, in that sense, and, 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 and let's not, let's not, 
underrate Eric Bledsoe as a defensive player because Lonzo put up 29. And I don't even think Lonzo put up all 29 on Eric Bledsoe. I'm pretty sure he put up probably 20, 20 of them points on, on Devin Booker because for what Devin Booker is offensively, defensively, he's just not great of a, not great of a defender. But Eric Bledsoe is a dog. Like, he's like a... He's like a... A, a lighter, more tamed version of Patrick Beverly. Defensively. Um, offensively, he gives you a little more than what Beverly does, but, you know, Beverly, he's just, he's always in you, irritating you and all that. Bledsoe is, is, is more so of that, too, but his irritation isn't going to lead to Bledsoe getting pieced up, you know? Like, because Beverly, he's the guy who's going to get to you so much that some somebody's going to somebody's gonna give him that Mike Tyson right cross across his face. I, I can feel it. Somebody's going to give him that Stone Cold Stunner, RKO, Rock Bottom, Pedigree, that Sweet Chin music, that Bro Kick, the Spear. Like, every, somebody's going to give him something. Like, the way he plays defense and the way he's into guys. So, when I look at that, um, I'm, I'm very impressed with, uh, for what, what Milwaukee was able to do without really giving up a, a lot. Monroe was on the last year of his contract. He wasn't coming back. Um, he wasn't going to come back and play with that team. Now for Phoenix, for Phoenix, this is a good trade for them too. This is a good trade for them too. Because when you look at their center position, Tyson Chandler is old. Alex Land is trash. Uh, uh, who, who? Who else? Who else? I, I think them the only two big men. Um, Chris Bender. We not gonna count them. I'm talking centers. Chandler Lynn. That's not a good center combination. Now you get a Monroe who could get down there in the post, who has some post moves, who could potentially cause a double team. He could step out a little bit, hit that mid range shot. Who can open so much? Who can open it up so much for Booker? Who can open it so much for Mike James? Who can open it so much? Who can open it up so much for Warren and Jackson? That's a good. That's a good pickup for Phoenix. And right now they're four and six. They're still, like I said, this is still the appetizer part of the season. But you get a guy like Monroe on that team, where they lack a a, a guy who could go down there in the paint and get you a bucket. Now you have a guy who has the potential to do it. You don't know if he's going to fulfill that potential as a son now, but who has the potential to do it. And you get a first round and a second round pick on a team that's still young and still rebuilding. So even if it doesn't work out, you still get some. You get you get a pick. You get two picks. So you get to continue to build upon that young roster to where you you guys can do some damage. You guys you guys grow together. You can do some damage, man. So uh, Eric Blesso finally traded, finally traded from the from the Suns to the Bucks, and they, they get Greg Monroe. Phoenix get Greg Monroe, man. People wonder why I'm so high on Phoenix, man. You want to know why I like Phoenix so much? Cause they got nice jerseys, man. <laughs> next, <laughs> next story, man. Um. This isn't a really a story. This isn't even a, a, a topic. This is nothing that has been discussed on anything or, or nothing of that nature. But this is something that I want that I asked myself that I felt like I, I should I should give an opinion on. Um, we all know that Kyrie, uh, you know, he didn't want to be you know the little brother, and he decided to take his talents to Boston. And it made me wonder. I look at Golden State and I look at Klay Thompson, right? 
it makes me wonder, will Klay Thompson ever Kyrie the Warriors and ask for a trade so he can beat the guy? Now, the reason I it kind of came to my mind, I watched the game against San Antonio, but Clay was kind was very effective in getting that team back into the um, back into the game. Um, San Antonio was piecing them up very very nicely. Um, Golden State was playing with no energy, no energy whatsoever, and Clay hit some good hit some key shots for that team to be able to come back and not only come back they destroyed san antonio like really like look first of all they were up like 19 points at one point in that game and still ended up winning the game by 20 points now i look at clay um he's averaging about 24 and um let's say three assists right now but he's a guy who can average about 29 points like he has that ability to be that kind of guy um you look at this Golden State Warrior team, though. This team is really like it would when it was just him and Steph. Like it was him and Steph. So Clay was putting up numbers. Now you add KD to the frame, and he's the third option on the team. And it made me wonder what they would he ever just be like. You know what? I'm tired of being the third option. I want to be the guy on my own team and be able to do what everybody else doing. Maybe like a James Harden effect, where he was the sixth man of the Thunder. But it, uh, it was more so that the Thunder didn't want to pay him, and they just decided to trade him. And you've seen how that worked out for Houston. Could this kind of be the same thing for Clay? Where Clay is, I'm pretty sure they will pay him when his contract is up. But you look at this team, man, you know, they're they going to have some interesting um, decisions because Kevin Durant, he's going to be coming to a situation where, you know, he's going to want max money and max dollars. Uh, Draymond, you know, he's still under contract for a couple years. Um, you still got to figure out how you're going to fill that team with the max contracts that you're going to have on the team. So, could Clay, you know, just say, you know what, trade me. Let me be. So, now this is what I think. I think it would be more so of a, is it is it to be to be noticed or is it for or is it for wins because if it's for wins clay thompson isn't going anywhere why would you go anywhere you're, you're on the best team the deepest team the, the, the most prolific team in the nba right now you're not you're not leaving that to go be somewhere where your your, your wins are probably going to decrease by 30 by 20 to 30 wins um and and, and you not have a chance to contend for a championship he has two already so he wouldn't it, it would it would have to be like a team that's on the cusp of being a championship contender for clay to say you know what i'm tired i'm tired of this i'm gonna go but if it's about fame and endorsements and all of that then yeah because you got guys on that team who, who who's taking all the endorsement money who's taking who's taking everything you know what i'm saying so um Clay's not going anywhere. I just felt that that was an interesting question that I wanted to ask uh, you guys. Now, I mean, you you guys you guys share with me. Is is Clay could Clay Kyrie his way out of Golden State? I say no because I think Clay's Clay's a guy who who just wants to win. He just wants to win. He isn't with all the other trying to be a star and um, just just trying to be everybody's you know on, on everybody's TV. He doesn't seem like that guy to me. So, I say Clay goes nowhere. And last, but certainly not least, 
no i'm sorry we got one more before we get to uh calves my children <laughs> but um shout out to kelly Ubre, man this dude is he he he, he been wilding this year man first of all Let's talk about the, uh, the 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 patty cake patty cake baker's man punch he gave to uh, Clay Thompson's face, doing that uh, Draymond Green Bradley Bill Survivor Series main event scuffle, and he got he got fined about he got fined fifteen thousand for that fifteen thousand for a little pat on the face, that's crazy right, but now he's taking it to a whole nother level during the game in which he played. Um, I'm guessing this is the Cavaliers game that he was in, that he played in. The, the one where LeBron went off for 57. That, that boy, man. More more on the Cavaliers after this. But um, upon arriving to the game, he um he had an interesting uh choice of uh of, of a jacket to wear, in which the jacket had F U in white lettering uh going vertically down the back of the uh of the jacket in which he turned to the cameras and showed the cameras now first of all we know they, they've been a lot a lot lenient on the um, dress code because uh, you know nba now has a dress code um so they 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 were real strict on it at first but they've been a little more lenient towards what players can wear and all that other good stuff lately but this right here is just cooning and savagery to the finest, to the ultimate levels of savage and cooning. Um, it's great, but it's also no, no. Forget, forget, forget it via two edge. This is great. This is great. Kelly Oubre is probably now my no. Kelly Oubre is my second favorite player in the, in the NBA. Joel Ingles is still my favorite player in the NBA right now, just because he he he's so slow, but you can't stop him. <laughs> Kelly Oubre is my favorite, my second favorite player in the league right now. From the from the push to Kelly Olynyk in the playoffs last year, to the patty cake, patty cake bakers man, bake me a cake as fast as you can, roll it up, roll it up, put it in a pan, hit to the face on Clay, to this jacket. Ubre is slowly becoming one of them guys, man. One of them guys that you 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 can you can kind of root, you can kind of get behind. Now, I haven't heard anything about a fine yet, but I'm pretty some some kind of fine has to come up. This like you just can't you just can't come around. You just can't go around just wearing um, jackets with those type of lettering on it. You know, especially for the NBA, which it's so, so kid, uh, you know, kid friendly. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't wear stuff like that, man. So, there's no fine yet. But if I had to take a guess on a fine, let's see. If if a pat on the face gives him 15, I would say this jacket is probably gonna give him about 25 to 30. 35 being the most. So. We'll see a fine, and I say about $35,000, $35,000 being the, the least amount. So, twenty-five dollars to $35,000. But uh, if y'all want to see the jacket, I'll post it on the, uh, on, the, on the Instagram and the Facebook and Twitter and all that other good stuff. If you want to see the jacket, it's, it's actually it's, it's great. It's, <laughs> it's really a great jacket. Uh, 
Now, now that we covered the NBA stories, I think this is gonna be a, a, a season thing because this team right here, cute, cute the music. Yes, yeah. Cause this team right here, this this team is nothing more than a soap opera. And I'm sorry if you hear me flicking the pages. Like I said, my 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 my, my iPad fell me uh, tonight, well today, and I'm I'm very upset. I'm feeling some type of way, but you know what? This is why I take notes and I'm able to go off my notes. So we are now in episode number two of Cavs, my children. Or Cavs the World Turns. I think it was Cavs the World Turns. Yeah, I like that better. Cavs the World, Cavs the World Turns. In this episode of Cavs the World Turns, Tristan Thompson is out for a month with a calf injury. Um, this is actually a very in intriguing injury because the Cavaliers themselves they don't have a lot of big men to spare, let alone get injured for periods of time. So this is going to affect them in many ways. This is going to affect them. Um, I've always said that the injuries, injuries, <clears throat> and the chemistry is going to be the downfall of the Cavaliers because they're old. They're an older team, which means they're probably more prone to injuries, and that's just going to it's going to take away from from the overall just the overall moxie of this of this Cavs team right now. Now, granted, they still don't have Isaiah Thomas yet. That's gonna help them out a little more, but it might not even help them out. It might not help them out much because their chemistry sucks right now. It, it sucks. It sucks. It, it it blows right now. You got players calling out players, Dwayne Wade calling out the starters. It's it's a, it's a, it's kind of a mess right now. So when you get Isaiah Thomas, who's a 25 plus point scorer on the team. And now he has to play with a LeBron, who's the ball dominant uh, guard forward on the team. I don't see that chemistry getting no better or no worse. I can kind of see it, it, it be situations where it's good, and when it's ugly, it's, it's horrible. So let's keep that in mind. So Tristan Thompson is going to be out for the month for about four to six weeks with this calf injury, and you have to wonder: is this the Kardashian curse? Now there's been a lot of players who, who's fallen fallen to this Kardashian curse. Lamar Odom, uh, Ray J fell to it. Reggie Bush fell to it. Any any more? I don't follow the Kardashians, so I don't really know who else they dating. Uh, James Harden luckily is not in that. He's he's kind of balling out right now. So, um, yeah. So, um, don't expect Tristan Thompson to be on the floor no time soon. Now let's get to D Wade. <clears throat> D-Wade says that the Cavaliers has that 14 Miami Heat feel. Now, I don't know what he meant by that because um, they've lost six games already. The Cleveland, the Miami Heat, um, at this point in the season, have lost a total of maybe two to three games. So, six games, two to three games. I don't see where the, the, the correlation is. Um, and I think Miami, that 14 Miami team had a little better chemistry than what this Cavaliers team have right now because the guys have been there, for, been on the team for a couple years. So everybody knew their role. Everybody knew what they were going to do. This Cavaliers team has no idea what they're doing right now and it's showing on the basketball court. The Hawks pieced them up very, very nicely before Cav the Cleveland Cavaliers came back, but they still lost. 
They lost to the Hawks. The two-win Hawks. They lost to Brooklyn. Orlando pieced them up. So, like, this team, this team is struggling right now. And it took 57 points from LeBron for them to beat the, the Wizards. And they only beat them by eight. So, Cleveland, man. Come on now. Y'all gotta get y'all gotta get it together, man. Y'all got to get it. Y'all got to get it together. Um, y'all gotta get it together. Uh, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose will be on a minute restriction for the rest of the year. No surprise there. First of all, he's playing too many minutes to begin with. He shouldn't even be the starter on the team. I always, I've, I've, I've said, I said last week, I, I felt LeBron James should be the starting point guard of that team. And um, I don't like Derrick Rose as the starting point guard on, on, the, on the Cavaliers. I feel he's better coming off the bench with that second unit. Um, so you put him on a minute restriction. Um, the minutes are going to gradually decrease when Isaiah Thomas comes back, whenever he comes back. Um, so... It's it's not a it's not a major story, but like it's the Cavaliers. So anything anything Cavalier related, we we gotta discuss. Like we, we just have to discuss. And um, if you have any more Cavalier stories, share it with me because that's all I got. <laughs> that's all I got. I know they play tonight. They play Milwaukee, so that's gonna be interesting to see how they come into that game. If they come into that game with some focus and energy, or if they come in kind of how they've been coming in. Cleveland's not Cleveland's not Golden State because Golden State has been taking their opponents for granted. But then once they figured out that they're actually in a game, then they can actually turn it on to back to where they can actually play ball and, and win. Cleveland, you're not that good. You're not good enough to take any opponents for granted right now and and feel like you have the talent to, to come back and win the game because as you can see, you don't have the talent. To do that, you let you let Atlanta beat you. <laughs> you let Atlanta beat you at home. So, yeah, caps the world's turns, man. Now let's get in the heat of the week. Add some fire to your sneaker collection. This is the heat of the week. All right, so heat of the week. Uh, it's not a lot. Heat of the week this week sucks. Matter of fact. There will be no heat of the week this week. Because I don't even want to talk about the heat of the week. There ain't no heat of the week. Ain't no heat of the week. Now, when we get into the next week's episode, it's going to be some Jordans that's coming out that y'all really might want to check out, man. Y'all really might want to check those out. But that's next week's episode. That's next week's episode. So make sure y'all check that out. Um, I forgot to mention, uh, Got Em Coach is now on YouTube. So y'all go check that out. Got Em Coach. Let's put that in the search bar. You'll see the little man with the whistle in his mouth. Y'all see that, you know. So yeah, got them coaches now on YouTube. Um, we got 300 plus strong on the Facebook page. We getting there on Instagram. We getting there on SoundCloud. Uh, getting there with su su subscribers on iTunes. So hey, look, the the brand is growing. It's slowly but surely growing, man. Like I told y'all, man, it's a slow grind. Everything can't happen within the first 90 days. You feel me? Um, so I'm excited about that. We get we're inching closer to a thousand uh plays overall, which is very very impressive. Now this is just on SoundCloud alone. I don't know. I'm I'm guessing we're ways to pass a thousand. Um, but just on SoundCloud alone, we have over 887 plays. 
um this isn't including stitcher and all the other different apps that we're on and itunes and all that other good stuff this doesn't include that so we're, we're getting there man man independent independency is the key man and i am your host tyrone smith man episode number 26 put together kind of poorly but I had to do what I had to do, man. I was not about to retype out another script and because that was probably going to take me a minute. And after I typed that out, I wasn't going to want to record. And I said I wanted to get an episode out by at least Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. So that's what I'm doing. And now we're done. Uh, twenty Episode number 27. F 26 was supposed to be hard work versus talent. But, you know, the, the spot I used for that particular topic was took was taken away by the events that happened uh, this past weekend so episode number 27 will be hard work versus talent and episode number 28 because i've already started on that one episode number 28 will be if basketball teams were record labels if sneaker brands or so if sneaker uh sneaker brands or social media websites was a popular one so we're gonna go ahead we're gonna do it with the basketball uh a couple weeks from now Motivation to get it cracking part three episode 30 y'all already know how that go man the episode where I give y'all some of that motivational talk because y'all be needing it sometimes man and I am your host once again Tyrone Smith and before I get up out of here y'all already know the boy get thirsty so I gotta go ahead and take me a partake in a little sip better <laughs> I'm Tom Rosemith, man, and I'll holler at y'all next week, man. Peace. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at GEC325. And check out our website at www.gec325.com. Tune in next week for another episode of Got Em Coach.